Hi, this is Mark Brady. I'm the pastor at Anchor Faith Church in Valdosta, Georgia. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. We believe it will bless you and minister to you. I get ready to receive a word from God. I think the candy is for tonight's service, Pastor Earl. So I'll hold on to that. Thank you so much. I can't eat it right now. I might get hyper and get wound up. Won't be able to wind down. Everybody sleep good? Oh, no, it didn't sound like it. Everybody sleep good? I'll tell you what, let's do. Stand up. Praise the Lord. Hold your hands up to heaven. Now touch your toes. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Picking cotton. Ready? One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Amen. Shout one time. Glory. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. We magnify Jesus today. We thank you that Jesus will be lifted up, glorified. We thank you for an opportunity to get into your word. We thank you, Father God, we don't make light of it. We thank you, Father, we're not just doing another session. We thank you for revelation to flow, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of you, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that we know the hope of our calling, the riches of our inheritance in the saints, the incomparable great power for us who believe in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. amen. Praise I better stop on the coffee and go with the water. Amen. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Uh, starting a little late, so I'll just go a little later. Amen. And um, Marcy, amen. See how long you get today. Hallelujah. I'm uh, excited about the, my wife. My wife actually been texting since 630 this morning. And the other day after I preached, uh, what night was it? Monday night. Tuesday morning, uh, she called and she said, now you did not throw water, did you? I said, actually, I did. She goes, Honey, please stop. Please stop doing that. She kind of, she does. When she's not here, I can get a little bit wilder. But when she's here, I, she's kind of like, getting looks from the front row like, I'm like, she kind of keeps me uh, acting right, I guess. Uh, but this morning, I really have, have have had about three or four messages on my heart, and uh, I, I really need to make right what I did the other night because Miss Bonnie uh, uh, and Pastor Daryl, she said, the message was good the other night, but I didn't get any notes. And I said, well, it's hard to get notes sometimes when you're having a service like that. But today, I plan on you getting notes, and I plan on, I did wear the running shoes. I don't think I'm going to run. Amen. But I might. Amen. You never know how things turn out. Praise God. Amen. I'm not excited really about anything but the word. Amen. It's the only thing that really gets me excited and, and thrilled is the word. But we had our uh, Kingdom Rise conference over in uh, Champion Life Church about what month was it? May. And your pastor came over and just lit it up the first night. And it was just like awesome, awesome teaching. And he said something. He said that... Uh, that Paul and Jesus, their biggest contention was not the devil. It was religion. Yeah. And uh, really started hitting on some stuff. And you are, we're going to have to be really, 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 really aware of the religious spirits. They're going to be really coming against real believers, authentic faith people. Um, I, I, religion takes all the power out of the word. No power. They don't believe Almost now, because I got a lot of heat during COVID for just being very unloving. You're not being loving. You got to agree to disagree. Well, now I think you just don't have faith. 
And really, I don't even know if you believe in the same Jesus that we do. I'm real serious, and I'm not saying you. I'm saying people that were kind of, I'm like, no, you don't have to make everything sweet. Well, you just need to be sweeter. Jesus didn't make everything sweet. And it's hard for preachers just to make everything sweet. I got to be sweet to everybody. Jesus wasn't sweet to everybody. Amen. Boldness sometimes don't come across as sweet. Amen. Make it sweet. Make it sweet, preacher. Make it sweet. We're not here really just to make it sweet. Amen. Sometimes you got to eat meat. Yeah. I love the bag of candy that my sister gave me back here walking in. But if you ate this cafe latte candy <laughs> every day, make it sweet. Everything's sweet. You're really, really going to be a very malnourished believer. I even wonder if we even uh, know really what walking in love is. It's not me agreeing to agree with you and then saying everybody can just. No, no, no. We believe what we believe. Religion takes all power out of the Bible. All. Think about it. The Holy Spirit's not for today. Healing's not for today. Watch this. The power of the tongue is ridiculed. You have what you say. Blab it, grab it, confess it, possess it. That's that weird church. Now, there's 72 scriptures that say there's power in the tongue, power in the lips, guard your mouth, what you say. And all of these things, watch this. Healing's not for today. Are you a faith church? Well, no, we're a doubt and unbelief church. What's the alternative? Amen. No, we're coming against faith. The just shall live by faith. Now, prosperity is not for today. Prosperity, that's off. That's off. What? All throughout the Bible. Life, have it more abundantly. Beloved, I wish above all things you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. The Bible is clear and prosper don't have anything to do with money. The word is shalak in the Greek. I'm a, I'm a Greek. Uh, I study Greek in my spare time. <laughs> shalak means this, to advance forward. I didn't know my voice was going to do this. Amen. Uh, to advance forward. Now, when you advance forward, and how I many of you know God don't want anybody stuck in the same place their whole life? It just means to advance. You would even have to take your little sign off the wall out here, always advancing. That is prospering. As you prosper, you advance forward. And where where people get the money side of it is every time you move forward, you walk into provision. God's provision is in front of you. And as you go forward, you pick up more stuff. You get more blessing. It's in front of you. It just And God does not, not intend for anyone in here not to prosper. If you don't believe in prosperity, you're off. You're off. Now, I even got so bold as to say, why do you keep calling us false preachers when you're the false preacher and the false gospel? No power, no Holy Ghost, no prosperity, no faith. What other kind of church is it? What Jesus are you looking at? This is the powerful church. John 1.12 says, as many as received him to those he gave what did he give them? Power. Throw it up. Like that King James on this. As many as received him to those he gave, say power. power. To those he gave power. power. We're just going to read it. So I'm going to go faster. You already missed it. Amen. Now, for, uh, Romans 1.16. Romans 1.16 says this. says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power. For it is the what? Then we got, you receive Jesus, John 1, 12, Romans 1, 16. The gospel is power. You receive Jesus, you got 
power. Acts 1, 8, uh, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive power. Sound like to me, if you got Jesus, got the gospel, and got the Holy Spirit, you got power. Sounds like he's trying to get us power. Not the powerless church, not the one day later on, this sovereign God is in control. You have a weird God. Your God is a strange God up there. I don't know if he's the same one that we preach. Did you hear me? I mean, religion in these last days is powerless. They have none. Kingdom brings power. Kingdom is power. Kings with dominion, we are here to walk in and show and display power. Your little old saying that there's a God somewhere and I know he's in control and he's going to make everything work for my good. What are you talking about? It's like you have this great faith. That's not faith. It's not any faith in that. And I'm real serious. And I got real bold in COVID. I don't think there should have been any fear. If you were motivated by fear, you weren't motivated by the spirit. Now, you may have just been tricked for two weeks and said, you got us for two weeks, but we're coming back stronger. Amen. But I will not sit back. We're not going to let the devil come in and bring fear, division, all of the things he's doing. And really, he's going to do it through the religious. In these days, I believe religion is going to be something we're going to have to be on guard about. My wife was a nurse for 30 years, and I told her, if there's any religion in me, please get it out. I want none. And it's crept over into faith churches. It's gotten over into non-denominational gospel churches. We've become religious. Kingdom is not a church service. This kingdom thing is not a message. I've even heard it about faith. You know that faith message. Faith is not a message. Faith is a lifestyle. The just shall live by this. This is a lifestyle. Many people can teach faith. They don't have any. It's not a message you can teach. It's something you live. I know the principles of faith. I know the principles of faith. All the faith cometh by here and here by the word of God. Faith, I know how it's released. Well, do you have any? Have you ever stepped out when there's nothing there to step out on and see if you can walk on the water? Because anybody can know how this stuff works. And the same thing with the kingdom principles. We got to be bold enough to step out and be king's dominion. Anybody can do this at church. Anybody. Those that know, they go. If you're not going, you really ain't knowing. Because you don't know until you put your hand on something. The best training is on the job training. If all we have is a kingdom message, we don't have much. Mm. (laughs) I'm not getting hoarse either, praise God. I have too much to talk about today. Tomorrow I'm at a funeral. Just believe God with me, amen, that uh, this, amen, might be this little 30. God, if it was 38 degrees, that's crazy. Wow, said freeze warning in Valdez. What is this, Christian? But I want, that was all introduction, but I just wanted to say that because Pastor Mark brought that up at our church, just how religion was Jesus and Paul's number one contentious enemies in the Bible. It's going to be ours too. You will be ridiculed for believing faith. You'll be ridiculed for believing power. You'll be ridiculed for the Holy Spirit. You'll be ri- I saw somebody had a shirt on said, I go to that church. Which one? The one that believes. Yeah. Don't hide it. Amen. Let it out. Amen. And I mean, I just, I sometimes will call out unbelief. You don't believe the book. You don't believe this. Amen. I thank God I got saved in a church, a dead church. Somehow God got me saved at a dead church. No life in it. Amen. First Baptist church. Anybody ever raised their hand? I didn't know it. 
everybody in there was just frozen to the chair. Like, my God, just the most boring thing you've ever sat through. They thought it was a funeral and somebody did die, but he's not dead anymore. Amen. Go over here, if you would, to 2 Corinthians, because if we take the power out of the gospel, it's not the gospel. It's not the gospel. Amen. It's not the gospel. Thank you. Uh, if we take the power out of the Bible, it's not really the Bible. And it's God's not just sovereign out. That sovereign word has been totally hijacked. It is what we talked about Monday night. God stretched out a canvas and worked on us in time from out of time. Now he is the God of provision, the God that provides Elohim, El Shaddai. What does that mean? He saw at creation in 2022, you were going to need 1 John 1, 9, so he put it in. He knew you were going to need the the, the prosperity scriptures because you're going to be broke today, and he put them in. He knew that you were going to need strength today, so he put in scripture that you could stand on, and we all work by his word. We're creating our world with his word, and he's sovereign enough to put us in dominion and give us his word for our life. There's his sovereignty right there. He's in eternity. We're in time. He sees the end from the very beginning, but it don't mean that he makes everything happen. Did you hear me? We got to get this right, too, because even in our good churches, people still say some very strange things. God will do whatever he wants to do. No, he won't. He'll do what his word says. He's not mysterious in all his ways. You are. We never know what you're going to do. You never know what God will do. No, we don't never know what you're going to do. Some people come happy one day, sad the next. They look joyful yesterday and then today. Up, down, up, down. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Second Corinthians one twenty one. It looks like I'll be teaching today because my voice is given. Amen. Maybe it's a sign. It's a joke. Amen. I'm playing around. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians one twenty one. I'll just begin. It says now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed. Who? Us. Anybody anointed in here? And has anointed us is God who also has set his seal on us. He set his seal. Where at? On us. He has set his seal on us. Watch this. And say and. Not Holy Spirit. He gave us. He set his seal on us and. He has given us the spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Now, established means this. Established means to make secure and to place permanently. To make secure and place permanently in a certain place. God made you secure, placing you securely in Christ. Say in Christ. In Christ, you've been placed securely in him. To be established means to be completed completed. A lot of people think that God, uh, Jesus is actually uh, coming to improve your life a little bit, but Jesus didn't come to improve you a little bit. He came to give you completely everything that you're ever going to need. There is no a little bit better life. Amen. You're now just like him. You're going to be have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind and you are being established in Christ. I am secure in him. I'm not secure in a degree, my talents, my gifts, my abilities, what I can do. 
none of that. Am I secure in? I'm secure now and established in him. And the one who anointed me is God. The one who anointed you is God. From that corner to that corner, the one who anoints us is God. And he has set his seal. Say seal. He has set his seal on us. When you put a seal on something, it is an official authorized document. We're looking at authority today because power and authority are the same. And God set his seal on us. We read over this and we say things like, it's a sealed deal. That's not what this means. Look it up. He's a, there's a seal like the presidential seal, like a, like a police officer's seal in the center of their back. It denotes power. Yes. Power. Any piece of tin without a seal on it is powerless. Throw a seal on the middle of a piece of tin, throw it on a badge, put it on an officer, and you got people talking about 5-0, 5-0, get out of here. Why? Because they can take you to jail. There's power there. There's power in that. That badge means nothing without the seal. Now, you're going to see some things today that if God sees you and has sealed you, you need to see in the Holy Ghost that you are sealed by God. By God. I don't know. Y'all might not know anything about what I just said there. About five, run, five. Anybody used to do some things you shouldn't have been doing? You see the law and you like, other way. Turn, other way. They don't need to see what I have. They don't need to see what I'm doing. I know some of y'all are just church your whole life. I don't know what he's saying there. What did he mean? It means we used to run from the police. Amen. It means we used to run from the law. Amen. That's what we were doing. Praise God. I don't know what you did. Church person clapping and me clapping your whole life. Amen. We used to just, uh-oh. You didn't go that way. You went the other way. Because they had that badge. Now, if they didn't have the badge on, who cares? Amen. Who cares? Because that seal is the power. Say sealed. He has set his seal on you. The Bible told me so. Amen. Jesus loved me. This I know for the Bible told me so. Where do you get that you got power from? Well, I've been sealed. And just like a Valdosta police officer has a seal for the city of Valdosta, for the state of Florida that backs that up, the United States of America that backs that up, and you can go all the way to the yeah. Supreme Court yeah. of the United States on a case right out of Valdosta. Yeah, yeah. Just like that seal is power from the city of Valdosta and the state of uh, Georgia. Georgia. Did I say Florida? Yeah. I, th- I don't know where I'm at ever. But the city, the state of Georgia, you have a seal that is representative of the power of the kingdom of God. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. You got to see it by faith and you read it and you know it's there. But I did at my church about eight years ago. Get me a tattoo. I mean, you know, uh, tattoo, I went and got a tattoo. It, it was one of those, uh, what do you call them? Yeah, temporary, let's just say, temporary. When, and it was a seal that said, in Christ, kingdom of God. Because you'll see in a second, it, it even tells us how you're sealed and what you're sealed with. Right. I'm sealed kingdom of God in Christ. Yeah. Now, you don't see it, but the devil sees it. Yeah. Devil knows who you are. He knows how you drove into church today. He knows what street you took. You are a threat to the devil. Now you got to start seeing you. Look, remember the mirror the other day. How do you see? What if you saw you as authorized? Say authorized. 
So if I've been authorized, I can walk in the power all the way. Because a seal, actually, even in the Old Testament, throw Esther up. Esther, some of you don't hadn't read Esther. Esther chapter 8, go over to verse number 10. Praise the Lord. Esther 8, verse 10. Hallelujah. Says he wrote in the name of King Ahasuerus, sealed it with the king's signet ring. Say sealed. Sealed it with the king's signet ring and sent letters by couriers on horseback riding on royal horses, bred for the spell of the King James there, if you can, real fast. I wonder if uh, I like what it says, too. I think it's King James. I don't know what translation I might have copied mine in. Praise God. But um, it says uh, they're writing. It, that's not it here. That's King James 21. That's not that. Go, go back. That's Romans 116 anyway. Praise the Lord. But <laughs> Esther 816, It's just the example. Throughout all of history, amen, is that a tea with honey? Amen. I got two more hours. Now, <laughs> even in the Old Testament, the signet ring, the seal that they went with was just like the king was going. If the seal went, the king was there. Where two or three are gathered together in my, Brother Darrell talked about it last night, in his name is in his authority. In his name is in his power. You are walking in his power when you are sealed. The devil don't know if it's you or if it's Jesus. When you speak to cancer, you speak from a place of authority. I'm sealed by King Jesus. Who said that? Was that Bentley or was that Jesus? Might have been Jesus. They don't know. Same power. As he is, so are sealed. It don't mean he sealed the deal. I'm saved forever. It's a done deal. No, you're walking in power. Devil sees you coming. He's like, get out of here. You put him on the run when you know who you are. Beware of religion who takes the power out of little old you. This little light of mine. No, I don't have a little light. I have a great big light. I'm the light of the world, sitting on a hill that cannot be hidden. Amen. It's not arrogant. It's just who you are. God put his seal on you from heaven. You are now walking in his authority. Yeah. It's a shared authority. Yeah. And he has sealed you with his Holy Spirit. Now, police officer in Valdosta, if you had a, uh, a riot breakout on, so what is this, St. Augustine Boulevard, Road Street, Road, St. Augustine Road out here, and you had a gang, a Yeti, guess some while. You got any sinners in St. Augustine? Two? Amen. Got any sinners out there? Anybody sin in St. Augustine? Well, just imagine if we had a riot breakout right here in front of us. The officers come up with their lights flashing. They got their badge on. And all of a sudden, they get up and there's a fight breaking out. People are pulling guns and it's looking crazy. And all of a sudden, the officers get on their radio and they say, Chief, 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 Chief. We're calling headquarters, headquarters, headquarters. There's a riot on Augustine Road. St. Augustine Road, there's a riot. They're acting crazy, Chief. Well, the chief's going to say, you got your back. Uh, Come on. Why are you calling me? Yeah. Do you have your uniform on? Yes, sir. But we want to bombard the chief. We'd like to get a 
uh, officer chain, a prayer chain to the chief to see if we can get the chief to come down here and take care of this riot. I want to bombard headquarters because headquarters has the power. But I hold on. Why are you calling me? Why are you calling me? Because something's going on on Augustine Road. I thought you you got your badge on, boy. Yes, I got it on. You're authorized, same as me, to take care of anything on St. Augustine Boulevard. Don't call me no more. I did what you did for years. I showed you how to do it. But no, we want to make prayer chains and ask God to do everything. We're in trouble down here. God, take care of it. Handle up. You're authorized. You've been sealed. God has actually put his seal from heaven. The devil knows who you are too. He knows when you walk into work, you're sealed. He sees it, but really the church don't. We, we keep, I need everybody to pray. Why do you need everybody? I don't want everybody praying for me. Matter of fact, most people don't know how to pray. You're getting doubt and unbelief thrown on you. People, people speaking false things over you. I want about two people praying for me. And I know who they are. I mean, I love all of you, and I'm sure you know how to pray. But most people I know where I come from didn't. Lady had cancer at First Baptist Church, been in Louisiana. They had they gathered the whole church around. At that time, they even pulled out some oil. I went, oh, man, that thing hadn't been out since 1927. <laughs> They're anointing people with oil at the Baptist church. I'm like, and then they all gathered around crying. If you don't do something, they say she's gone. We're a very famous woman in town, too. Very famous. Everybody laid hands on her. Everybody walked by. If it be your will, if it be your will, please heal her, Lord. I wasn't even saved long at the time, but I heard the Holy Ghost tell me, he said, she will die. She will die. There's not been any authority, any power released, anything at all but sympathy right. on this woman's head. Like, oh, you're in my thoughts. I don't want to be in your thoughts. Amen. I want some faith praying people. I'm sending great vibrations your way. Keep your vibrations. Amen. I need somebody that knows they're authorized, sealed, all of that stuff. Amen. I need to know that you know because watch this, the devil knows. The devil knows. Amen. We don't, we're not, we're not bombarding headquarters to try to get God to come back down here and do something else. Matter of fact, Jesus left in Acts chapter one, verse eight. He says, you'll receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you'll be my witnesses in all the earth. Uh, da, da, da. Is it Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria? It means get going somewhere. Not giving you power to go to church. What's wrong with you? You look silly preaching power and running to church all the time. I mean, you look super silly. Take it to some people that need it. Pastor Darrell brought the word last night, got me stirred up about getting out. I felt like last night I am not doing enough. I got to get out there and help people that need help. There's people that need the light, the gospel. And it's not people with a light that need a light. It's the people in the dark. Right. We bringing our lights to church. Look at my light. How oh, you like my light? Oh, I love your light today. You look like you're lit up today. You're very glowing. You're glowing today. It's like, yeah, we're all the light. Amen. We see you every week. Tired of looking at you. Amen. I mean, I did not want to pastor at all. 
I love going to the street, the hood, the high schools, everywhere. And then the Lord said, go pastor in Fort Walton Beach. I said, no. He said, go pastor. I need you to go. I said, Lord, I do not want to do that. And look at the same people every week. <laughs> taking notes. Every... I'm like, oh, this is going to be this. And he said, no, I want it to be an outreach center. I want you to get them stirred up about going. Now we go to outreaches once a month. And I got people mad at me because they're not on the list to go. I like that kind of folks, too. It's like some people used to have a hard time getting people to sign up for stuff. Sign up sheets hit out in this for you. You better be the first one on it. Yeah. Amen. Or you are just as religious as the folk down the street. Yeah. I didn't call you. He never called nobody to come to a church just to hear sermons. You got a part to play in the kingdom. Excuse me for getting bold and not making it sweet. But you are not here to hear. You're here to do something. You carry the same seal as the person next to you. Sealed in him. Amen. Watch this. All of Mark chapter 4 was Jesus teaching the disciples on faith. Jesus, all through Mark chapter 4. Let's see if I can pull it up in my Bible here. Uh, I didn't have this. I don't know if I want to get too sidetracked. But Mark chapter 4. Let's just see if I got the headlines of it. Yeah, parable of the sower. Purpose of the parables, the parable of the sower explained. Sower sows the, if you don't know this, you don't know nothing, he said. I love, Jesus said, this is the granddaddy of all parables. If you don't know about this, you don't know how faith works. You don't know anything. But he says right here, he goes on. He says, the light under a basket. I'm just reading the headlines. The parable of the growing seed. This is how things grow, how things work, how you work faith. Yeah. Mark chapter four was a faith seminar. Yeah. That Jesus just taught to his disciples. Just taught to them. You would have thought they coming out of that seminar and that conference like a Kingdom Rise conference. Like, hmm, yeah. I'm ready. Let's do it. Well, they're going to get down here to about verse number 35. And on the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. They got a word. Where are they going? Other side. Other side. Nothing going to stop them from the other side. Matter of fact, uh, all of a sudden, Jesus goes to the back of the boat and he goes to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to sleep. He said, we go into the other side. I'm going to get a nap. I've been preaching all day at this conference. I'm going to go lay down. Do you mind if I go get a rest? So all of a sudden, we know what happens. And, the, uh, uh, and when they had left the multitude, da, 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 let's go on down. Uh, and a great windstorm in verse 37 arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow, or really he was sleeping on the word. He was resting on the word he had just released. Amen. He had done told him, we go into the other side. Yeah. So in his mind, in his head, we at the other side. Yeah. If you pray for your bills to be paid and say, my God supplies all of my needs, just get you a nap. Don't go to stressing after that. Amen. Rest on the promise. Yeah. It's met. Praise the Lord God. God said he's going to supply all my needs. I know the supply is there. He'll lead me to the supply. Jesus went to sleep. He saw himself at the other side. Do you see yourself in the promise? Yeah. Do you see yourself in the promise right now? Or are you trying to get there? His disciples were going to see just left faith seminar, King Jesus preaching. Now, I love Pastor Daryl. I love Pastor uh, Earl. I love Pastor Mark. They're not Jesus. If I just left a seminar where Jesus was preaching, you would think, man, these are just boom, giants. Watch this. 
A great windstorm arose beating into the boat, and the boat started filling up. He was in the stern of the ship asleep, and they woke him up and said, Teacher, 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 do you not care that we're going to perish? We're going to die. We're about to die. We died. There's water getting in the boat. We're going to die. Jesus said we're going to the other side. Now the world says run to Jesus in all your trouble. Take, go to Jesus and bring him all, talk about your problem. Bring him all your trouble. Whatever the song says. Talk, have a little talk with you. Tell him all about your problem. <laughs> run to Jesus in all your trouble. Maybe Jesus don't want to be woke up. Maybe he rebuked them right after he rebuked the storm. Maybe he's about to tell them, why are you waking me up? Why is it now, after all this seminar, why is it you got not a little faith? Why is it you're freaking out in a storm and you got, read it. They got rebuked for running to Jesus in a storm. Why do you think you run to God in all your storms? Because the religious world has told you, go beg God. Lord, we need help. When you're going to talk to the storm? When you're going to do what? They, he, they were rebuked for not taking authority and using their authorized. He's already told them. If I said it, it is so. My word is your word. Your word is not speak to Jesus, don't move mountains. You have songs on Christian radio today. If God don't move my mountain, I'll praise him anyway. If I don't know all the words because I turn it off real fast. God never promised to move your mountain. Never. He says, if any man says to this mountain, be thou removed, cast in the sea, doesn't doubt in his heart, believes those things which? Who? Which what? If he believes those things which he says, he will have whatever. You don't get what God says. You get what you say. About what God says. <laughs> God moved my mountain. Hey, nope. What if you were asking God to do something he already told you to do? He authorized you to be a mountain mover. And now you want him to move it. Boy, that's a lazy believer. Which Watch what he did with these guys right here because they didn't realize they start talking about how great he is. He's going to. He's trying to show them how great they are. The whole message and the meaning of Monday night. We can look at. You can look at pe- preachers like celebrities and oh, look at how great they are. You're great. Yeah. You got the same power. We're all anointed. The one who anointed us is God. Yeah. He anointed you yeah. to run the devil out of your house, yeah. to bring the money in, yeah. to send out angels. Go forth, bring it in. In Jesus. You have the same authority, let me say it too, as Jesus. If you got the same seal, you got the same authority. You've been authorized by God Almighty. Then arose he, he arose in verse 39 and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Now, I bet he didn't even say it loud. We picture him going, there's a storm, a hurricane. Peace, be still. Boy, we get real wired up, don't we? We got a big need. God, I bet he went, peace be still. Now, guys, I got to talk to you. I bet he didn't freak out like we were charismatic. In the name of Jesus. 
I command it to stop right now. I bet he's chilling. Just woke up. He said, uh, guys, come on. Now. You woke, I mean, I've been preaching a long time. Why are you waking me up? I bet he went, please be still. Gone. No storm. And they went, huh. Jesus is awesome. Jesus is awesome. They were amazed at the power and authority he spoke with. He didn't, even, he didn't address it. He addressed them. Eleven of them just heard the word. And eleven of them run back here to wake him up. Eleven of them run to God in the storm. Because you just got to run to God and all, take him all your trouble. What if he wants you to talk to your storm? What if he wants you to take care of the cancer that's attacked your body? What if he wants you to stand up authorized like he is to everything he created, he has authority over. I love Pastor Earl's message. Everything in creation was created with words. So words can change everything. We got to talking about the authority and the power. I mean, if a king wants a ditch dug, he don't get a shovel. If a king wants a ditch dug, he says, ditch, be dug. And it gets done. You got angels working for you, waiting on command from you. Waiting on you to say, let's get this. Let's get this. Some of our angels are bored. You got big old nine foot angels. There are no fat naked baby angels. Get that little tattoo off your shoulder. Amen. We got people with that. Uh, got flying around. Little fat, fat naked babies. I mean, every time an angel showed up in the Bible, they'd say, fear not, fear not, fear not. They come in there like, boom. Like, look at, I don't, now, now I love my grandma. And a lot of people say, when your grandma died, now you got another angel. I love granny. My granny was sweet, about four foot eleven. Little Pentecostal lady, high hair. All I ever saw her do was sit up in a rocking chair with an afghan around her knees. <laughs> and somebody told me one day, said, you got a new angel now. I said, I pass. <laughs> I don't want granny. I don't want when a big storm's coming, a fight's going on, and here come granny. Granny. Granny walking over here to help me out. I want one of them Bible angels, amen. I want one of them angels that come in, boom. And they say, oh, fear not, fear not. But I'm like, Granny, have a seat. You just watch, amen. <laughs> you got all these people. They some little, everybody got their little keychain, little fat naked baby. <laughs> They're just flying around. You're like, that's not my angel. I got some big bad angels like look like the look like the one that showed up to Mary and said, Fear not, fear not, fear. I'm a big dude. Sixteen foot. Big dude. Yeah. But boy, I mean, Jesus stands up and he he goes to his disciples here and he says to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Sound like a rebuke. Didn't sound like he's like, yeah, guys, you see that? I mean, I'm a pretty bad. Don't try that because I'm the deity. (laughs) I'm Father, Son, Holy Ghost. I'm Son. 
Amen. If you try that, your lips will fly off your face. <laughs> your lips can't do what I do. I'm God. You're not. Don't try this. Even later, even later, right when he cursed the fig tree and they come back the next day and they said, Father, look at I mean, Jesus, Jesus, look at this. The tree you cursed has withered. And Jesus said, have faith in God. He said, have faith in God. Whatever you say also will work for you. He didn't say, did I say something funny? I don't know. Everybody always. <laughs> Amen. Hmm. Just let her go a little while. Maybe it'll help. So you ever seen that video where somebody starts laughing on the train and nobody knows what they're laughing at, but they, and it's a chain reaction and everybody, laughter is good for you. Some of you are way too serious. What happened? I don't, I didn't get the joke. Just laugh out of respect. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, God sits in the heavens and he laughs. Miss Bonnie has got tickled. Miss Bonnie has gotten tickled in here. I like it. I like it. I like that sound better than what some people make. <laughs> some of y'all might want to try that sound. Amen. You're dismissed. Amen. That's hilarious. Okay, I don't know what happened, but it wouldn't hurt none of you to do a little bit of belly laughing. Belly laughing is good for you. Good like medicine, amen. These guys got rebuked. Amen. These guys got rebuked. It's probably nothing to do with anything up here either. You ever had that happen, like something in your row happens and everybody thinks it's the Holy Ghost? <laughs> they don't know that you saw something real funny. It's like, I'm just checking everything. You know, like, okay. Everything's all right. Nobody's unzipped. <laughs> I'm getting this time back too, amen. <laughs> Laugh all you want. I got all day. Amen. <laughs> Marcy, you're part of it too, it looks like. So. Amen. Oh, let me say something serious real quick. Amen. She probably knows a pastor with a fat naked baby on their shoulders. She's like, Amen. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. What if you cried out to Jesus when you got a cancer diagnosis and he rebuked you? That'll stop your laughing right there. That'll stop your laughing. What if you cried out to Jesus at every storm that showed up? God help me. Do you know they gave me a diagnosis of cancer? What if you were rebuked? Like they were. Because you're authorized and the same as he is, you are. The thing is, people don't see themselves in that mirror the way God sees them. The devil's scared of you. 
to realize you carry the power. You are who God says you are. You can do what... Now, here's the deal. The enemy's going to attack this hard. We're going to be the people called the, the strange... No, no, no. We're not strange. Why are you so happy? Our church does that all the time. We're happy over at our church. People get to laughing all the time. That's why we end up with long messages. And we even have people in our town say, oh, that's the happy church. Well, I like that better than the alternative, baby. Who are you, the sad church? Like the other 99 in town? Jesus rebuked them after he had just taught them. To whom much is given, much is required. Don't you think when you come hear these awesome preaching by Pastor Mark in this church about faith and power and kingdom and everything you got, that you're not going to be held accountable. You don't have to run to the pastor always to pray with you. He might turn around sometime and say, why don't you have faith? He, what would he be doing? He'd be doing like Jesus. He'd be doing things like Jesus. There's some people I said, I'm not praying with you. Ooh, preacher. Who do you think you are? Well, I'm just like him. I'm not going to cry out to heaven and hit, get God. What are we going to pray? Are we going to beg God to come heal me? Or is it by his stripes you? If you were healed, you are healed. And now we just agree and align ourselves in order. You're out of order. They were out of order. They wasn't aligned with faith. But we still say things in faith churches about well, God's got it. He's going to take care of it. You can believe that all you want and be dead. We'll do your funeral. We did that lady's funeral. That lady at our church. that died. Everybody prayed as hard as they could, as sincere as they could. They thought they knew. And the bad thing is people are sincere about a powerless God and a powerless gospel. And it's not good. It's not good. We need people to come on over yeah. to believe in Yeah. Amen. Prosperity is for you. Yeah. Don't have nothing to do with money. It has to do with you going forward yeah. and walking out the plan of God for your life. Yeah. Press on toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Healing is for today. And you, if you cannot receive anything that you're not sure God is offering. Right. If I'm the devil, I'm throwing doubt in everything that you go to God about. Now, when you go over here, let me see where I was at. Praise the Lord. I mean, you know, man, I skipped a bunch. Esther, we read Esther. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll say this too about the police officer. Actually, what are police officers that, are, that have a badge and a seal? They've been trained not only in weapons, but they've been trained in the law. They are, they are really law, we call them enforcement officers. Yeah. Did you hear me? Yeah. They're law enforcement officers. They are there to enforce words that are written somewhere in a book. They are there to enforce words that are written in a book. Believers, who are we? We are word enforcement officers. If the word said it, I'm going to enforce it. God said it. I'm sealed. I can enforce words written yep. in a constitution. Yeah. This is a kingdom. It's not a religion. Come on. There's laws that have been passed, things that have been written, precedents have been set. This is how this works. This, I, I don't care how long it takes for me to get it. I know it's mine. Yeah. Amen. Sealed to do this. Mark 4, they get rebuked. I, I talked about that. But watch this. 
wouldn't it be bad if you had all the same power as Jesus? The devil knew it. You knew it. Everybody else knew it, but you didn't ever walk in it. Because here's the deal. We drove our trucks from Louisiana down to Florida, and the devil saw every road we rolled it in on. He's watching. He has a eye on you. Watch this. I want you to go to Ephesians 1.13. Throw it up. Ephesians 1.13. I say we just become his number one nightmare. Valdosta. Yeah, we anchor faith. Yeah, we believe the Bible. Yes, we speak in tongues. Yes, we believe in prosperity. Quit being so sissy. There's nothing worse than a sissy Christian. Nothing worse than a sissy Christian. It's just all walk in love. I don't want to offend nobody. I don't care if you get offended. Jesus said, my, word, my words will offend many. He didn't, he didn't make it sweet. <laughs> Maybe throw some little candy around it. We've always said, I got people in I just don't like a sugar-coated gospel. I like, I like that you just don't sugarcoat it and you bring it straight. Until it addresses them. <laughs> then they want it sugar-coated. I found this out at our church. I don't know if it's happened here, but most people can handle one correction. They love you until it's them called in to the office and say, you got to stop teaching that way because we don't believe like that. What we doing? You don't love me? No, I love you, but we're not doing that here no more. Amen. Praise the Lord. I mean, I got an old coach in me, and I'm not sitting here watching somebody beg God. God's not Santa Claus. He don't make a list and check it twice. See who's naughty. See who's nice. We got people back there teaching, well, you know, God's like Santa Claus. You just go and uh, he go. No, he's not. This is faith. Faith is not magic. Amen. Faith is not magic. It's a lifestyle. Amen. And I found out most leadership in our church, we had all of our leaders leave because they all got corrected one time. I'm glad they left. You a sissy, you need to get up out of here too. Excuse me, Mark. (laughs) Father, forgive me. (laughs) I know not what I do. No, you need to grow up. You need to grow up. You need to grow up. I'm not running people out of your church. I do that at mine. Amen. (laughs) But we need some soldiers. Bible says we're great soldiers for Christ. I don't want to be in a foxhole with somebody over here. What are we going to do? Shut up. Call out to God. No, God is in that. Not he, I need you to act like you are authorized. Anybody like that in here? Y'all got some bold belief? Two, two of y'all. Amen. Acts chapter 19, verse 11. No, I, no, wait, wait, no, stay, stay, stay. This is good. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth. Anybody heard the word of truth? Yeah. Anybody remember when truth set you free? Yeah. From religion mainly. Yeah. This is Georgia. You're in the South. You're like I was in Louisiana. Churches everywhere doing nothing. Nothing. Service, leave. Service, leave. Sir, I mean, I'm looking at the Bible and Jesus is touching coffins and a dude's climbing out of it. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, Pastor Daryl, I'm like, I don't see any of this. They say, oh, it all passed away. It's the last apostle. We have hospitals now, so we don't need healing. We don't need a word of wisdom either. We have, not Florida, but LSU. We, have, we, put, we send people that want wisdom to LSU, not to... Florida, but uh, Harvard, you know, we got colleges now, so we don't need words of knowledge anymore. We have, we're well beyond all of that. <laughs> Praise God. We're getting dumber and dumber. 
dumber and dumber in the world. We need some powerful people to rise up that won't just go to church. That people know you're a believer outside because here's the deal. You, I'm going to show you right now. The devil knows who you are. He knows who you are. Read it right here. Oh, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Watch this. You were sealed. Put up NIV if you got it real fast. You believe you were marked in him with a seal is what the NIV says. Say marked. You were marked. You don't have to go to it. It says you were marked with a seal. You were marked in him. It says you were marked in him. You were marked. I don't know. It's in the spirit. But can you see it by faith? You got a mark that says in him. In him. I, I got that tattoo. It said in Christ. Put it on there. It was lasted about a month. I want to get a permanent one right up on my chest. Because really a breastplate carries the seal. Go, go study the breastplate. It always had the seal of the people in the place you were representing. When you, you don't need armor for church. You need armor to be a soldier. When we see and think church people, we think little old gray-headed man coming to church and saying amen. How come you don't see a soldier with a helmet on, with a sword, with a shield, with a breastplate? Watch this. Marked. Marked in him and sealed by the Holy Spirit. Bam. Who tattooed you? Holy Ghost tattoo. Bam. Put it on me. All over me. I'm sealed. I'm from the kingdom of God. I represent King Jesus. He's not here, but I am. He's in heaven. I was going to say a while ago, Jesus left after Acts 1-8. You'll receive power after the Holy Spirit comes on you. You'll be my witnesses in all the earth. And then right after that, verse 9 is one of my favorite scriptures. And it says, and then he was taken up. It's like he said, that's all I got to say about that. (laughs) I'm gone. You'll receive power. Holy Spirit's coming on you. Jerusalem, Judea, uttermost parts of the world. I'm gone. I've done what I've come to do. I've authorized you to get this done. Don't call out to me. Don't holler at heaven. Don't bombard heaven with your prayer requests. Take them off Facebook. You look weak. I got to get, can I be bold today? It's a morning message. I had to get out of bed. Amen. <laughs> oh, we need everybody in the world praying for us because we just, we got, you never, I mean, you just need God. I need God to move on this situation. What if God is not moving on your situation? What if you're authorized to command it to be gone? Yeah. You're marked with a seal in Him. Everybody in here got a spiritual tattoo says, in Him. In Him. You're marked in him. I'm in him. He's in me. Christ in me is the hope of glory. (laughs) Woo! Praise the Lord. So why are we bombarding heaven and why are we calling out for him to do something? And when you have just the same power as Jesus, same power, say same power. Because over here, it's so funny. Go read, uh, go go to Acts 19, 11. We got to hurry. I don't even, I don't know. I'm not going to look at the time. Praise God. Can I have a couple of minutes since y'all last for about 20? Amen. 
Acts 19 verse 11 says, Now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul, so that even the handkerchiefs and aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and the diseases left them and evil spirits went out from them. Threw a handkerchief on them and devils start running. They were powerful in the old book of Acts. Amen. Didn't look nothing like what we're looking today. Watch this. Then verse 13 says, Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call on the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exorcise you by the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches. You got some people that heard Paul get results, walk in his authority, use the name of Jesus, use the seal, and get results, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you receive, freely give. Some dudes over here watching on the side said, that's work. See, they probably heard about abracadabra. Hocus pocus. Jesus is not a magic word. In Jesus' name, amen. It's not in Jesus' name, amen, magic. It's in Jesus' name and Jesus' authority and the same authority as Jesus, I say it is so. So be it is amen. In Jesus' name, so be it. In Jesus' authority, so be it. This exorcist guy saw this and said, let's just do what Paul did. It'll work for us. Not if you're not authorized. Not if you're not authorized. Don't you try something because you saw somebody else do it. That's it. You better have a revelation of who you are. Because yeah. it don't work for just anybody. Right. You're going to see right here. I want to see the video of this in heaven. There's a lot of videos I want to see in heaven. This is one of them. Watch this. The evil spirits says, we exercise you by the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches. And there were seven sons of Sceva, the Jewish chief priest, who did so, and the evil spirits answered and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know, but who are you? I know Jesus. He's authorized to run me out of pigs. He's authorized to cast us out. I know Paul. He's been giving us hell. He's running all over the place getting people victory. Who are you? He, ought to, he notices. He knows your power. He knows your authority. He knows your seal. He know, He recognizes you. He said, I know Jesus and I know Paul. He ought to be able to say also, I know Mark and I know Earl. Huh? I know Bentley. Amen. Praise the Lord. I know Stephen. Praise God. I know Diana. I know them. I know them. They don't, they're not church people. They authorize people. When they walk into the hospital, pray for the sick, get agreement, they're coming together. Yeah. I know Chris. He can walk in there and get results yeah. just like Jesus. Yeah. He's scared of us to see who we are. Yeah. I know Jesus and I know Paul. He said, but I don't recognize you. I don't recognize your authority. I don't recognize your power. What if you started being one who said, you know what? I'm about to really, really, really go mess with the devil. I think it, it's kind of fun. Mess with it. That means get out of the church. It means get out of here. And go take it to your cousin and them. Yeah. Yeah. No, he might think I'm a little bit carried away. You are. You already go here. You may as well jump all the way in. Believe it all. Be one of those Holy Ghost people. Don't be one of them half Holy Ghost people. 
Just say, you know what? I'm going to believe the whole Bible from Genesis to the maps. Matter of fact, all the way to the maps, I'm going to believe it. Matter of fact, I'll say this. What if you're not judged by anything else, anything else but your map? Paul had maps and Jesus had maps. I wonder if he's keeping up with your map. Where are you going? Home to church, home to church, home to church, home work, 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 home to church, work, work, home to church, home. What if he says, oh, forget everything else they did, pull their map out? Where'd they take the gospel? Sit back down. Y'all are getting too excited. (laughs) What if he just says, ah, give me Bentley's map? That's what we're going to look at for eternity. What'd you do? I gave you a whole lifetime. Say in Bentley's name because it's easy to remember. Bentley, first class man back there. What if your map's full? I mean, I believe you have a map. I believe he's keeping up with what you're doing and where you're going. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. I just want to see because keep reading right here. Then the man whom had the evil spirits was leaped on. Didn't work real good for this dude. Overpowered them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house butt naked and wounded. <laughs> Did you see this? They were beat down, beat naked. And I mean, this dude was coming at him religious in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Watch, I'm going to get the same results. Dude left the house naked. I didn't write it, I read it. And I'm like, this is cool. I want to see the video. Demons jump out this dude and bam, 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 bam. Give me the clothes. They're taking clothes off. You don't know your authority. You can get messed up. (laughs) Naked. They're running from us. These guys had no seal, no authority, no representation, kingdom people. Bam. They got put on the run embarrassed that's embarrassing to be beat down so bad you're naked running out the house some of y'all like he shouldn't say it's in the book man I want to see that video in heaven too I just like there's another one I want to check out when I get there like at the Holy Ghost blockbuster and it is it is Absalom. Me and Danielle had an argument for 20 years. 20-something years that Absalom, have you ever read about Absalom? Well, I know the whole story, but this, how he dies is pretty funny. <laughs> he, gets, he gets killed, and it's hilarious. He was riding his, his donkey, he was riding his horse through and under an oak tree, and it says his hair got stuck in the oak tree. So, and, it's, and if you read and study it, it tells you how much his hair weighed. Five pounds, I think, is what it translates to. That dude had an afro big as a Volkswagen. His afro was like a Volkswagen on his head. And it says he would not cut it because he cared what everyone thought about him. Read it. It's awesome. But I'm reading it. Bible's better than movies. It's like I just pictured it. And it says, as he rode under the boughs, the thick boughs of the oak tree, he was left hanging in midair. So he's coming under the horse. His horse is coming. And all of a sudden, he just, bam, and the horse kept going. The horse kept going. And I'm like, man, that pride got him killed, really. He didn't want to cut his hair. Had to be an Danielle says, no, it was not. It didn't have to be an afro. 
She said, it could have been long, flowing hair. I said, babe, it was an afro. There is nobody just going to be riding up under an oak tree and your hair gets caught up in, it was like this. Five pounds afro is a, you, who got the biggest afro in? You ain't got no afro people in here. But we got there, afro, that's a big afro. And he just, and then it's sad the way he went. The, they, they come up, stabbed him up, killed him. But I, I didn't pay attention to that part. I was like, he got stuck in a tree. His hair got stuck. It's an afro. I will prove it when I get to heaven. Amen. I'm going to say, Danielle, come here, watch it with me. Anyway, I'd like to see these guys get beat down naked too. They did. I thought that was funny because religious people, they got, they, they got no power. They're not authorized. They don't know their authority. But when you know it, the devil even recognizes you and who you are, what you carry, what you walk in. Amen. The devil knows you're the, you're the most powerful people in Valdosta. Not the mayor, not the, not the governor. You are. Believers, when we get out of here, the world is in a world of hurt. The people who really know who they are. And even in our great churches, people still don't have the revelation. We got to get light. We pray every service, spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of you, the eyes of our understanding, enlighten. We need light on who we are. You're not religious. You're not Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, Pentecostal. You are what God said you are. I'm gonna, oh, I, I went longer than I wanted to, but Luke 10, 19. Luke 10, 19. Throw it over there. Go, 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 go. Amen. We started five minutes late, and we laughed for 10 minutes. <laughs> and I've got to find out what that was about, because I don't know if I had something hanging out of my nose or what. But, <laughs> or was it just Holy Ghost? Just the Spirit of God. That's a great laugh there. Yeah. Holy Ghost laughter will get you healed. Amen. Yeah. Matter of fact, I, I was going, I've had four messages I was going to preach this morning. And uh, one of them was uh, Pastor Daryl hit on it the other morning when he was preaching. He was talking about the spirit of joy. The kingdom of God is not righteousness. It's not meat and drink, but it righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Paul told the church when he wrote Corinthians, he said, I'm sent to be a helper of your joy. Your joy needs help more than anything. Your joy, faith and joy work together. Joy and peace run together. Joy and power run together. You go study the Bible and your joy of the Lord is your strength. You should look all serious, getting you weak. You need to learn how to laugh like she did down here a while ago. Luke 10, 19 says this. Behold, I give unto you. Huh? It's on the screen. Behold, I give unto you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions over all the power. Of the enemy. And nothing. Say nothing. Say no thing. Shall by any means hurt you. Do you believe it? Well, curtain was pulled back on COVID. A lot of church folk don't believe. There's a virus. I don't care. Not a lick. Now, I'm not not licking doorknobs. (laughs) But I believe in the power of God. I believe that if we're not here to walk in power, and if we are taking, I don't care what a scientist says, people got more faith in a Fauci than they do a Holy Ghost. In faith churches. Now I got to get off that. They'll, they'll come after me. Amen. <laughs> nothing, say nothing, shall by any means hurt me. Are there viruses? Yeah, there's thousands of them. 
Are there killers out there? Should you worry? No. People dying every day? Yeah. What are we going to do? Well, we got to see how many we can get saved. We got to see how many we can lay hands on and get healed. We got to see how many we can take the gospel to. Can't be running from them. And who was that said this? Uh, oh, he's talking about talking about the world. Why would you talk about the world when you're supposed to be talking to the world? Why would you talk about them instead of talk to them? Yeah, we know they're sinners. We know they're funky. We know they stink. We know they do drugs. We know they sleep around. We don't talk about them in church. We're supposed to be talking to them. If it's not on your agenda to go talk to sinners, are you really even a church? Come on. Are you even? You can't even make a disciple like Jesus did without sending people out. That was the final step. Go. You got it. Go with it. We go out and do our outreaches every month, every month in a different state. I tell our people, I'm not praying for one sick person. I will not lay hands on one person. You are. And on the healing protocol last Sunday in Warner Robins two days, three days ago, we had people healed instantly by our normal 18-wheeler drivers laying hands on people. Right. Yeah. Come up and say, I just feel like I'm totally different right now. I want to follow God the rest of my life. Crying. The dude that laid hands on him is a truck driver. Yeah, come on. You can't make a disciple teaching them a book. We do our discipleship classes with this book. What? You better get them out. You better send them out. Whether it's 70 that nobody knows the name of, or if somebody knows your name, that's even better. You're held accountable. We know you. We know you dance around that church. It's hard to hide in this church. It ain't real big. (laughs) You're like, you can't go to the back row and go. Everybody knows you here. Everybody sees you in here. You're just as powerful as Jesus. I said, you're just as powerful as Jesus. For the Bible told me so. If he gave me, put it back, leave that up, please. He gave you authority. That means he authorized you to go and trample on serpents and scorpions. Now, what if you got this power and this authority and you don't use it? Can you get trampled? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing by any means will hurt you. Who? The ones who use the authority. What if you don't, what if you have it but won't use it? You die. Can we get real on this conference? You're a dead person. We're going to do your funeral. We don't beg God. We don't, we don't hope and pray. We know and pray. We speak with authority. We command sickness. We command the dark. We say light be, light is. Some of y'all ought to be getting happy about this. Some of y'all looking at me like, he wrote it. This ought to get us. This is the good news. You got it back. You're authorized by King Jesus with a seal in him. Bam. Yeah. Now, Mark asked me when I got here, he said, did you fly the plane over or did you you fly in your plane? No, I'm not authorized yet. We have a plane, a a Piper Saratoga plane. It's not a jet. Amen. If it was, I wouldn't care either. (laughs) People got a problem with people with jets unless unless it's NBA teams or or somebody. The preacher got one and you go throwing a fit. You're the one that looks silly. (laughs) We ain't got time to play around with people. Somebody got a jet, it means they probably need it to do a lot of ministry. (sighs) Got people even in faith church. Well, look at him. He got a jet. You just mad because you don't have one. Somebody offered you one, you take it just like that. 
Just like that. But we don't have a jet. We have a little six-seater plane, and I'm, I've, I've got 200-hour solo flying. And, uh, but I hadn't got my license. That means I'm not authorized to jump in that thing and to just fly it over here to Valdosta, even though that four-hour drive would have been 42 minutes. That would have been a blessing of God. I believe it would have been a blessing of God. I believe it's in the plan of God for my life to do that. You don't have to believe it. doesn't matter. It's fun to fly over people driving. Amen. I'm like... This is, it's like, praise God. God likes what we're doing. God loves everybody, but he likes me. God don't like everybody. He loves everybody. You can, that's why the Bible was written, amen? Trying to straighten out a bunch of strange people. Amen. I, said, uh, I use that joke some. Don't, don't go over good. He loves you too. He likes you too. Amen. You're awesome. Let's read the last one and go to the house. Matthew uh, 16, 19. I just kind of got off track on this. I don't know. It was a lot of distractions in this message. <laughs> just play I'm playing. I, I'm, I'm easy. Amen. Marcy, you can go to 1230. <laughs> I authorize. I don't have authority here, though. I don't have authority here. I'm just here, and they might not invite me back. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Matthew 16, 19. Let's look at it and go. I've, oh, well, I was going to go 15 over because I got 15 stolen. But I'm on, I'm, let me go two minutes. I didn't know it was 1046. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Watch this. And whatever you will bind on earth will be bound in. Whatever you loose on will be loosed in. Keys. If I had keys here, I'd have authority. Keys represent authority. And he says right here, if you know your authority, you'll get to binding. You'll get to loosen. You'll get to speaking, and it'll be loose. It'll be bound. Now watch this. It says, whatever you bind on earth or Valdosta, you also bind from heaven. Don't mean heaven is just backing you up, though it does. You also speak from a raised up seat. You are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Again, you don't have to believe what God says. you got to believe those things which you say shall come to pass. Now, just picture you sitting at the right hand of the Father, sealed in Christ, in Him, sitting there, and cancer comes to your call. And all of a sudden, you have to believe what you say. I don't even like the idea that, well, that means heaven is backing me up and all this. Well, what if it don't work? Then God decided not to. I think it means you're speaking from Valdosta and you're speaking from the right hand of the Father. Whatever you bind down here is also bound up there where you are, you got to see yourself raised up. You got to see yourself seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I speak from here, but I'm also speaking from a place of authority. In cancer, you die. You be gone. Diabetes, you leave my body in Jesus' name. Right now, I'm speaking to you in him. I'm sealed. I'm raised up. And I believe those things which I say. You can start believing what you say, knowing where you at. You got to see you who you are. I'm raised. I'm seated. I'm seated at the right hand of the Father right now. Yes, I'm in Valdosta, but I'm also right by him. Yeah. 
What? The Bible said, Ephesians 2, 6, he's raised me up together, seated me together. We're in the same seat. Jesus' head is not over here and his body over here. We're the same. Authorized, the same. In Christ. Same authority. Sealed in him. I carry a seal that God and the devil both see. And I got to start seeing. Now when I say it, it is so. Now, whatever you bind, it's going to be bound. Whatever you forbid, it'll be forbidden. That won't go on here. We forbid it. We bind it. We loose it means we allow it. Whatever you've been allowing has been being allowed. What's going on in your life, you allowed. Devil didn't do it. God didn't do it. You might have just forgot to bind and loose some stuff. You might have been crying out to God and he'd say, I ain't doing it. God, please heal my body. Nope. I already did. We sell shirts at our church, say, I'm not going to get it. I already got it. Oh, we, they're, they're for saying, we, I'll bring them next time. I'm not going to get it. I already got it. You need to wear that and remember it. The gospel's not about what God's going to do. It's what he's already done. If we don't get the gospel right, we don't get who we are right. And I'm really, really, really uh, concerned because the Bible says this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached, then the end will come. There's not a lot of gospel of the kingdom being preached. Gospel of the kingdom is not about Jesus died, buried, and rose again. It gets you in the kingdom. It gets you saved. He said this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached, then the end will come. I think he was coming back for a mighty, strong church, yeah. bold church, yeah. spotless church, standing up, looking like him. Yeah. Not looking like a second class righteousness person. I'm a little different in the mornings, but I don't, we don't have time to play church. Right. We don't have time to just think that the kingdom is a sermon. Right. If you're not sealed and don't know who you are, don't know your place, don't see you how God sees you. We're all in trouble. The Bible says, love the Lord your God even as you love yourself. If you don't love yourself, your neighbor's in trouble. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Most people don't love themselves. I'm no good. Who told you? We don't went over that Monday night. You missed it. Get the CD or tape or cassette or whatever. I'm going to stop now. But guys, you carry the same power as Jesus. If in these last days, it might, Jesus may come back before the next Kingdom Rise conference. Amen. And I'm hoping by then his kingdom rose. <laughs> Not rising up. We rose. You can tell we up. We come from a rising place. We're getting up. And I've always said the church is a sleeping giant. And the devil will not. There is no, there is not even a, inkling of a battle we are far superior all of this sounds arrogant and boastful and proud it's just the truth it's not he's far beneath our feet the bible says people say well the devil the devil's coming after me the devil's coming after me uh big deal who was it said that us lester summerall saw the devil walked up in his bedroom and you know you got halloween coming up you know We got right here the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil. The devil. Bible says you nothing by the enemy shall hurt you. Yeah. Lester Summerall saw him walk in his room one night. And you know, Halloween makes him ugly. You know, you got Jason and Freddy Krueger and all that stuff. I don't know when he became ugly. 
You know, you got these Halloween movies right now out right now. Devil is the most beautiful angel, the Bible says, and he was cast out of heaven. Maybe when he hit the earth, he got real ugly, gooey and stuff. You know, gooey starts coming. (laughs) He's ugly. No, he's beautiful. The Bible says he's the most beautiful. We make a pitchfork and devil fangs. Hollywood. Got everybody. But I don't even know why. What was I saying? Lester Summerall. The devil comes in his room, looks at him, he says, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. He turns, he goes, oh, it's just you. And he went back to sleep. A lot of the faith churches be running from the devil. We ought to be running to the devil. We ought to be, the gates of hell shall not prevail. What are gates for to keep people out? Yeah. We're, 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 we come in and we come in with force. Yeah. We're going to knock your gate over and we're bringing people out of darkness into yeah. light. Amen. We're getting them out from the gate, bringing them over here to the light is what we're going to do. He says that gate will not stop us from getting in. That's right. I'm sealed. I'm authorized. Me being here is the same as Jesus being here. You being here is the same as Jesus in your school, in your church, in your neighborhood, at your job. Jesus just walked in when you did. Call it blasphemy if you want to. You sealed. And when the seal shows up, it's just like presidential seal. It would be just like Joe Biden showed up. We won't go there. I know that don't look powerful. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut jokes. I don't want to get political. Let me stop. Amen. I don't want to lose nobody. I say what we ought to do. Any sealed people in here in the Holy Ghost, let's shout for about one minute. Amen. Rejoice. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. We trust you received a word from God. If you enjoyed this teaching, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes. By subscribing, you'll be sure to receive a new message every week as soon as they are made available. And if you'd like to learn more about Anchor Faith Church, you can stop by our website at anchorfaithbaldosta.com. There you'll find our locations and service times, ministries that are available for you and your family. You can even give financially in support of the ministry. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time right here on the Anchor Faith Church podcast.